Hey, you're listening to Guat.Rocks, God, the World, and Other Things. I'm Kenny Price, your host. This is Season 9, Episode 177. This is mini-cast number 5 of the New Jerusalem in the sub-series of the Plain Revelation series. The New Jerusalem, we've said, is the Bride of the Lamb. The New Jerusalem is a place of eternal relationships. The New Jerusalem is a place of new beginnings. The New Jerusalem, the Bible says, that's coming down from heaven, that's being prepared especially for us, is a place of satisfied living. And today, number five, the New Jerusalem is opulent. Keep in mind that we're speaking here of just the new holy city, the New Jerusalem, the seat of God's heavenly rule upon the earth. But what's applicable to the new city is no less applicable to the new earth as a whole regarding size and architectural appointments. The fact that the New Jerusalem will be the largest city that has ever been on a human earth may be an indicator of how big the overall new earth will be. The opulence of our new home is seen in every facet of the core infrastructure of the new city. Here in Revelation chapter 21, the descriptions of the city have to do with foundational things. John has given the details of the walls, the foundations of the walls, the doors and the pavements, and the building materials of the walls themselves. In Luke chapter 21, verse 5, it reports some of his disciples, talking about Jesus' disciples, were remarking about how the temple was adorned with beautiful stones. But friend, now we see God has taken the new city to a heavenly level of adornment. It's opulent. Opulent means ostentatiously rich and luxurious or lavish. John's written description here is short and choppy. You can almost hear him lose his breath as he attempts to put into human words the vision he has now of the new Jerusalem. Starting in chapter 21, verse 9, he says, Then one of the seven angels, who had held the seven bowls filled with the seven last plagues, came and spoke with me, Come, I will show you the bride, the wife of the Lamb. He then carried me away in the Spirit to a great high mountain and showed me the holy city, Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, arrayed with God's glory. Her radiance was like a precious jewel, like a jasper stone, clear as crystal. The building material, this is starting in verse 18, the building material of its wall was jasper, and the city was pure gold, clear as glass. The foundations of the city wall were adorned with every kind of jewel. The first foundation is jasper, the second sapphire, the third chalcedony, the fourth emerald, the fifth sardonyx, the sixth carnelian, the seventh chrysolite, the eighth beryl, the ninth topaz, the tenth chrysoprase, the eleventh jacinth, and the twelfth amethyst. The twelve gates are twelve pearls. Each individual gate was made of a single pearl. The main street of the city was pure gold, transparent as glass. Notice the opulence. First of all, it says that the New Jerusalem is arrayed with God's glory. This is the first thing John notices about the city is the brilliant light that it emits. He then uses simile to describe the first visual impression. He says it's like a precious jewel, like a jasper stone. The word he uses that is translated jasper here in the Greek is eospis, but clearly from the description, it's not the same thing we refer to as our jasper, which is a greenish opaque stone. There's a variety of ideas presented by biblical scholars and historians as to the identity of all the precious stones that are mentioned here. If you're interested in the qualities of each individual stone, you can take time to investigate that on your own. Suffice it to say that it is opulent wealth manifested in the very foundation of 
the walls of heaven. Opulent colors, brilliant colors. Jasper was one of the jewels that adorned the high priest's breastplate. Some believe the stone is diamond. I think that the stone mentioned here is actually diamond. When you look at the full description that John gives, it clearly is a diamond. I think there has been a great disservice done to the New Jerusalem and the expectation of what we will see in thinking that the Jasper is like our modern day Jasper, which is a greenish opaque stone. It misses the entire point. This stone is crystal clear and it radiates light brilliantly. So to think that her walls are Jasper and he sees the walls here as a solid hole. So the wall is a solid diamond. It's the hardest precious stone there is and it is totally scratch resistant. So the walls are made out of these massive thick diamonds. Number three there in verse 18, the city gold pure. That's exactly how John writes it. The city gold pure. No simile, then he uses simile. So he says that the city is gold, but it's pure. It's like pure glass. Pure gold is the choice element of God to be used in pure worship. We see that in the Ark of the Covenant. The gold is so pure, it's clear. And this is talking about the city itself. The buildings are pure gold. The foundations, stones inlaid with precious jewels. This is the image of the adorned bride of Christ. In modern culture, there is no detail given to the foundation of any wall or building that matches this type of description. Most structures are supported by a foundation today of concrete. But in the New Jerusalem, opulence is found in the most common detail of its construction. There is no concrete, no crushed limestone fill, or sheetrock. You think about it, in our modern world, we spend vast amounts of money for living structures that are primarily made out of gypsum, which has the hardness level of two on the Mohs scale of hardness, which is one level just above talc, the softest substance there is, which is a hardness level of one. Our multi-million dollar mansions of Middle Tennessee here are mostly paper, plastic, wood, and concrete, and we consider them opulent. Number five, the gates, the 12 gates. They're 12 single pearls. I immediately thought, be thankful that the Bible says that there are no more seas. Can you imagine the oysters that these 12 giant pearls would have come from? The gates are for pure aesthetics since we're told that they never close. They're always open. The city is open and accessible 24 hours a day. That also points to the fact that the city is ultimately safe. There's no fear of being invaded or taken over or assaulted. Number six, the broad way of the city. The word way here in our translation is supplied from the context. In the actual original language, it just says the broad, but it means a broad way, an open street, a wide road. And the emphasis here, when the Greek language leaves out a word that should normally be supplied, it's to emphasize that which is included, which is the word broad. So friend, we see that this main street of heaven that is 1,500 square miles cubed, 1,500 miles long, 1,500 miles deep, and 1,500 miles tall is, right in the middle of it, is a broad way. Isn't that interesting? Our song, Give My Regards to Broadway, and this concept in our minds of the broad way, and yet here in heaven, there is a broad way. There is a giant main street. Isn't that wonderful? The city in which I live here in Middle Tennessee has grown exponentially. In the year 2000, the population was 7,700. In the year, let's see here, in the year 2010, the population was 29,300. 
And as of 2021, the population is 48,397. And the difficulties I see is that the city has grown so quickly and without some sort of a master plan like Tulsa. Friends, if you've never been to Tulsa, Oklahoma, doesn't sound like much, but the people that developed Tulsa planned before the city ever began. You're talking way back in the 1800s. They laid a, they laid out a plat for Tulsa, and Tulsa is a perfectly designed city to where the main boulevards are on one-mile grids, and the streets run on the predominant streets. The streets run exactly north and south according to the compass and east and west. So wherever you are in Tulsa, you can find yourself uh, to your next destination very quickly because it's laid out in great logical sense because of great detail to design. Yet the city I live in, we have a main street, but it's not really a main street. It's not opulent. Uh, It already has a massive problem with traffic and there's no real solution for the main street. So additional ideas are going to have to be arrived at regarding movement of some of the traffic off to other boulevards, which is sad. So to think that heaven, the new Jerusalem, is a perfectly designed city. It's a massive city. It's the largest city that's ever been or ever will be. And it's designed perfectly. And good news, it has a Broadway. The Broadway of the city. I am so excited to see it. Wow, gold, diamonds, precious stones are the things people of earth give their entire life fortunes for. Yet here, they're used by God in heaven for the basic building blocks of construction. Friend, Our first glimpse of the new Jerusalem will silence every complaint of the heartache that we knew here on this earth. It will be worth it all when we see Jesus face to face in our new, new eternal home. And with that, my friend, I bid you peace.